Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. And your real talk? I don't like modeling. <laughs> but you were so good at it. Was I? You were amazing, at least to me. I appreciate that. And baby, it's fair to say that I ripped the runway, darling, but I almost didn't. Dead ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take pillow talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. All right, story time. <laughs> that was cute, right? Because it's normally Devada says, all right, story time. So, you know, it's my <laughs> turn today. It's my turn. So you said how I said That's how I'll be saying All right, all right, story time. All right, story time. Story time. That was it? I put my hands, I, you be I like, like, all right, story like time. Yeah, you, you, you did like, it too. Right, all right, I guess, I guess you kind of got me down a little bit. All right. Story time. New York Fashion Week. Devada and I get invited to walk in the Actively Black fashion show. Actively Black. Shout out Actively Black. Shout out Shout Lanny, out to Lanny and Bianca, the crew. Doc. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's a Friday fashion week in New York, September. I mean, big deal, yeah. right? Big yeah. deal. Yeah. And the anticipation that was building for this show for Deval and I once we agreed to walk in fashion week was really intense. Yes. We agreed to do it. I think it was almost exactly four months to the date I wasn't of the show. Months. No? It was, it was two months. Was it two months? It was two months. So what was four months? There was it something was else months. that happened at four months that I was preparing for. Because we agreed in the... No, he reached out to us four months, but we didn't get all the deals and stuff in place to know it was going to happen. Right. So it was a two-month reach yeah. out, and then by the time everything was solidified and we knew for sure we'd be walking, mm -hmm. it was about four weeks out. So at that point, Deval and I decided to say, you know what, we're, since we're doing this together... Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't know exactly what we were going to be wearing and what the setup would be and if we'd be walking together or not. But we loosely knew that we were going to be walking potentially together 
There was potentially a swimsuit involved. There was no potentially. He asked me if wifey would be willing to wear a swimsuit. In my mind, the shit was potential because <laughs> I said, let me see how these four weeks go before the fashion show, right? So um, No, no, no. It was two months. It was four months he reached out. And then two months when we agreed. So we knew we had two months of training. He reached time. out four months before fashion week? Because it, it wasn't four weeks. Four, four weeks before. We we trained way before four weeks for fashion week. Think well, about it. Well, I know that I was going intense. Because it was before, before August. Came. Remember, it was in. We were th- talking about this when we were on vacation with the boys in July. Fashion week is we in September. We were. You're right. So it you was two months. Saying? Okay, okay. Fashion week so sorry, is in my September. timeline was wrong. My timeline was wrong. Okay, y'all. So scroll that back. Rewind the tape. Five months, four months mm-hmm. out of Fashion Week, they reached out. We solidified mm-hmm. everything two months before. Two months, exactly. I feel like for me, though, that four-week mark was where it really set in. <laughs> That's what it was because we came back from vacation. Remember, we were in Bahamas yeah, we with vacation, the boys. Yeah. We went to Mexico with them and your family. So I remember us while we were on vacation being like, mm-hmm. okay, we know that we still have at least four we're weeks walking, before yeah. the show that we walked. That's what happened. Okay. So um, the potential for the swimsuit for me, um, mm-hmm. you know, was also something that made me, gave me a little anxiety because I knew that mm-hmm. this would be the first time I'd be in a two-piece, in heels, on a runway, during fashion week, like in ever, like forever, right? Mm-hmm. The last I mean, time you walked in a fashion show was my sophomore year of college. Right. So that was a long time so ago. That was 2003. Long time it was ago. almost twenty. It was over twenty years, and it was pre-baby. At pre-baby, that. over twenty years. So I was doing my absolute best to between nutrition, working out with Deval, sometimes working out on my own, mm-hmm. um, taking my vitamins. You know, there was so many things that went into me in that last four weeks specifically, yeah. just really trying to like double down. I was high incline walking. I was doing weights. There were so many things um, that I did to prepare. However. It is now the week of the show. We flew to LA for a weekend, came back, then was home for a day, flew to New York. And when we got to New York, I'm like, man, this is the Thursday before the show. I know I might probably be holding a little bit of like water weight just from like Mm -hmm. traveling and flying and stuff like that. I had had a lymphatic drain massage booked for the Friday, which was the day of the show, Mm -hmm. Um, called into this company and asked about it. And they said, oh, you're coming in for Fashion Week? We've been so busy. There's so many models coming in for Fashion Week. Um, Sure, a lymphatic drain massage would be perfect. So I said, should I come in on the Thursday that I fly in and then the results will optimize by the next morning after a good night's sleep? Or are the results instant? And the woman on the phone said the results will be instant on Friday. When you get up off the table, you'll definitely be snatched. So I said, okay, cool. She then went to say- She then went on to say, if you really want to optimize your results, maybe we can incorporate some wood therapy with that. So now I had seen people do wood therapy all the time. You know, you scroll Mm -hmm. through Instagram, you see people doing the wood joint to get Mm -hmm. rid of cellulite. So I was concerned about the little under ass area. You know, ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about. You don't have under ass. I don't understand why Under the ass cuff, there's like a little bit of... You don't have that. Under the ass You don't have that. Well, the thing is, I saw it. You didn't see it. I saw it. So the little under ass, like little pocket right there sometimes there's a little cellulite in those areas there you know was none. and then my waistline my stomach i just wanted to make sure that was everything was tight can i tell my great. story i don't be interrupting your story, story time so that being said so that being said that being said you done are you done i'm trying to be done are you 
That being said, I went in for the massage, incorporated the wood therapy. On the table, it hurt. But I also know my pain tolerance is high and I had a lot of muscle soreness and fatigue from working out early in the week. So I just took it because I'm like, if I'm going to be snatched, I'm going to take the pain. Pull my leggings up, go to get my hair and makeup done. It's three hours before the show. I go to put my swimsuit on and my legs are severely bruised. Black and blue. Black and blue. When they say snatch, they snatched all the skin up off your, your thighs and quads. It was bad. Awful, y'all. All right, so karaoke. Keeping in the vein of Kadeen performing for us today, mm -hmm. you want to continue with karaoke? Um, Sure, I guess we can. But I mean, it's a song that, you know, I think a guy can sing and really like, you know, take it to the next level. Maybe I, I might join in a I mean, somebody's trying to be in. LL in his biopic. We ain't nobody trying. Ain't nobody trying. I'm going to get that role. I ain't Manifesting, playing. baby. So if that's the case, then go ahead. I want a girl with extensions in her hair, bamboo earrings, at, at least, least two pair, pair. Fendi bag and with a, a bad, bad attitude. attitude. That's all I need to keep me in a good mood. She hey. can walk with a twitch and stalk with sweet slang. I love her when a woman ain't scared, scared to, to do a thing. thing. Standing at, at the bus, bus stop, stop, sucking on, on the lollipop. When she gets bumping, it's hard to make the hottie hey. stop. Yeah. <laughs> and that just so happened to be the song that they had us walk out to. Yes. For our first, uh, our first look first for look, the show. Yes. It was around the way, girl. I mean, the way they did the visuals for that show, everything was amazing. But we'll it was, unpack. It was. We'll unpack when we get into the show. Let's take a quick break and pay some bills, and then we'll come back. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. 
And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. All right, we back. So before we get into the show, let's unpack those moments uh-huh. where, well, that moment where I was in the bathroom trimming my hair and she had just got done doing her makeup yes. and I heard her pull her, her pants down and go, oh my, my God. God. You remember homegirl when her wig slid off the, the back of the couch? <laughs> yes. Wait, yeah. Oh my God. So I could hear in the tone that there was like a little bit of like fright. So I come outside and I'm like, what's the matter? When I looked... Her legs, both sides, inner thighs, uh, IT band, both sides were black and blue. And immediately, my first thought process was, damn, she got to wear a swimsuit. But I couldn't let her see my face. So what I did was go, oh, it ain't even that bad. Just get in the bathtub, let the hot water go to the area. It'll pull some of the pigment out. I knew that just from football. Like... When you get bruised up a lot, sitting in a hot tub, it helps the blood flow get to the area. And a lot of times when you get out of the hot tub, the bruise isn't as bad. So I just knew that from from years of football. Yeah. At that point, I mean, shoot, I was ready to call it off, to be quite honest. I could tell. I was literally about to call Nanny and be like, listen, I'm going to need somebody to stand in for that bikini portion of it. Because there was absolutely no way that I could walk on stage like that. And there was absolutely no way I was going to let you not walk on stage. You had put in... So oh much work. It was so let's, heartbreaking. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Because it wasn't just the four months mm-hmm. that you had started preparing. Mm-hmm. Right? All of this, I must add some context. Kadeen turns 40 this year. Mm-hmm. And we had decided that when I got the vasectomy last year, Kadeen was about to turn 39. She had made a decision at that point in her life that, yo... We're not having any more kids. Mm-hmm. I can finally dedicate myself to getting my body back to where I want it. And I don't have to worry about yes. giving another two years to having children. Yes. So you had been putting work in from, I would say, your 39th birthday. Yes. That's fair. The your end thir- of last year. The end of last year. You, yes. You had started putting work in and you was just like, yo, DeVal, let's remember your birthday last year. I was like, yo, what do you want to do? You said, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I just want to relax. And then at that point, 
you had said, I'm going to focus this whole year into getting my body back for 40. Mm -hmm. So the transformation you guys saw wasn't just four months. Right. It or was, two months. Or two months. Or four weeks. Yeah. It was because I remember we went to, you went to Tiffany's wedding. Mm -hmm. And you took pictures in some swimsuits. Mm -hmm. And you last were just November. like, Deval, I do not like where my body is. Yeah. And you were just like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Like, I don't, I don't want to feel like this anymore. You were a year postpartum from having Dakota. You mm -hmm. was like, no more excuses. Mm -hmm. So from last year, your birthday, you had started going hard in the gym. Mm -hmm. For me, it was important for you to get in the swimsuit because I needed you to prove to yourself mm -hmm. that you hadn't wasted time or given away a decade of your life. Yeah. Think about it. When we first met, you were turning 19. We were so into each other. We, we start getting into each other in our careers and focusing on what we wanted to do collectively. But a large part of that meant you had to sacrifice some things individually because when I went to go play for the Lions, mm -hmm. you moved out there with me. Right. You weren't modeling anymore. Mm -mm. You had to find out where you were going to fit in the TV search. So you went to go to the Midwest. So that helped you going out there, get some film. But then as soon as we got back, got married, started having kids. Mm -hmm. And Jackson is 12 now. So pretty yeah. much you've dedicated... 13 years, the last 13 years of your life mm -hmm. to, to creating our family. We've mm -hmm. done that together. But in those 13 years, you weren't able to do things that women at that age who were in your position do. Right. Like 22 to 29 is like prime for modeling. Mm -hmm. And you was a pageant girl in the model. Mm -hmm. Actually, do even it. freaking younger than that. But I mean, I started oh, true, younger. True, but, you did but start still. younger. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and you did win pageants before that. So mm -hmm. to me, I just felt like, damn, I want her to prove to herself that you could get back in those 13 plus years mm -hmm. wasn't a waste. And I'm not, and only as I say a waste, I don't mean a waste as far as family because you don't feel like it's a waste. No, no, definitely but I felt not, like yeah. as far as your career, mm -hmm. if you could walk on fashion week mm -hmm. in a bathing suit after having four children, I felt like that was, that's redemption, yeah. you know, for, for what you had to endure and contribute to have a no, have children. Think, so for me, that's, that's what it was no, about. No, thank you for that. And I love that for for me that I had you to like literally support me through the process. And that's one thing I think if with with every child or with every uh, event or with every opportunity that I have um, to progress or to, to do something career related or something that is just for me, I love how invested you get in that as well and become such a great source of motivation and like a partner in it. Um, I mean, because not for nothing, you was getting snatched too, boo. <laughs> you, you know, Deval did say too, like, you know, I I, I think I might have put on a little bit of, you know, weight in certain areas I, I could have gotten rid of. You know what I'm saying? You know, he'd be concerned about his little back fat. You always bring it up my back fat. He'd be concerned about his little back fat. Did you see so. what I looked like after the tour? Remember we got off tour, yeah. eating fast food. Yeah, I wasn't able to consistently work, work out. out. You know, my yeah. body just doesn't respond well to not working out. Yeah. At one point, I was 211 pounds. Yeah. I've never been 211 pounds. Right. Started looking you know? like your brother. I did, I did start <laughs> to look like Brian. Um, it's different from men, though, because yeah. when we gain a little bit of weight and get husky, no one's looking at you like, why Yeah. You know, why are you not on oh point? Oh, my God. Is he pregnant again? Right. No. Right. No, but no, for no. Me, I might be a little bloated today. And there was some times I was bloated from eating this, this pizza, these Oreos. Man, yo. I ate so many Oreos <laughs> between between March and May 
in part because I was traveling. Remember, I filmed. Oh yeah, I filmed yeah. in Canada. You weren't there. Yes. That was my comfort food. You know, yes. I get some Oreos every other night. Let me throw ten Oreos and some milk and what? What else? What else? 10. What else is in Canada that you were partaking in that? In Canada, mm-hmm. had a lot of cannabis. Canada. <laughs> Yo, y'all know that that eases my pain. So, oh my god, there was a dispensary on every you- corner, but it gives me munchies. So, yes. I had gained some weight. I had been lifting a lot more weights. Right. But I didn't like the way I looked, and I didn't feel like I was because you're not the only one turning forty. Uh-huh. I'm also turning you're right 40, behind me, baby. April second. You're and, right behind um, me. I wanted to be the best version of myself for you as well. But also, I've never walked out in the world and did anything by myself, so I felt like you shouldn't have to do it either. Oh, so I, I was like, that. yo, if we're going to go out there and do it. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. We dieted together. I was drinking celery juice, y'all. He sure was. You got me into juicing watermelons, uh-huh. which has helped us tremendously. People keep asking, what's the point of watermelon juice? Uh-huh. For me, it's this simple, right? I love sweets, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. At nighttime, when you want to eat something sweet or drink something sweet, Rather than going in there and getting some Mimi Punch or eating some Snickers or some Oreos, I would just go drink some watermelon juice. Yeah. It was sweet enough. It's a natural sugar. Mm-hmm. It was also hydrating. So it helped me get through that process for those eight weeks mm-hmm. of not wanting to eat anything or drink anything sweet. And it worked. Eight weeks of cutting out high, how what is it called? High fructose high corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup <laughs> had my midsection look completely different. No, it, you're I saw right. my side unders once again. Your side unders? The side unders. I saw the V coming in. I was like, <laughs> okay, V, you know, I love a good V. All right, I love a good V. So I think for both of us, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was also another one that cut. I cut a bunch of um, um sugar and like all that stuff. And I even after doing that blood work, um, I'm not sure where this episode airs and me talking about some blood work that right, I did. Right, 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 um, But cutting some items from my diet that I found out I was now allergic to yeah. or had been allergic to really did cut a lot of my bloating and constipation yeah. issues. So I was like, there might be something to this whole thing. There is, there is. So it was really like an experimental phase for me too to really just see like how can I get myself to... The, you know the most optimal space that I want to be in to be in a bikini, and I still had apprehensions because why? The day of, I'm like, <laughs> well, give me this massage, and yeah. I'm like, at this point, a bitch could have took a water pill and called it a day, and, and it's not even been a thing. But you know, it, I think it's always this pursuit of like that per- this, this idea of perfection we have in our mind, particularly as women, and then add the layer of having children on it. You're pursuing this level of perfection that in your mind, like if I do this one more thing or if I get this one more treatment or if I, you know, do this one last workout, then that'll be it. Mm. And it ended me up in a freaking state of she might not even hit the runway. But but to be honest, though, I feel like the universe, God, whoever you pray to, Allah, always finds a way to challenge you right before you're going to reach that moment where you finally get the the desired affirmation you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like God is saying, you want to, you want to be affirmed for doing this work. Well, I want to see you through this. Mm-hmm. Do you have faith in me? If you get through this, then I'll give you the desired affirmation, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that whole thing with the wood therapy, um, pause, I just feel uncomfortable saying that. <laughs> um, <laughs> with the wood therapy, was your mind tricking yourself saying, I'm not ready? When you were ready, 
you were ready, but you kept saying, I'm not ready, but if I do this, I'll be even more ready. That literally was me. And that was God saying, you trusted other people other than trusting my tr- trusting me, trusting Amen. my guidance, Amen right? That was off to the top, that. too. That was off the top right there. I ain't even right there, you know what I'm saying? I ain't Amen. write that at all. To that, because the night before the show, we had a rehearsal. Yes. Then we had a dress rehearsal. And... In that dress rehearsal, I was literally sweating bullets. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> oh, no. I saw how uncomfortable I you were. I was sweating bullets because I'm like, okay, this is going to be like the first step for me to be walking in front of people in yes. heels, in a bikini, in a room. like, And it's, and it's like a banquet room in a it's hotel, a too. Room, yeah. So it's like everyone's going to see every flaw, every stretch mark, every imperfection, every Good. piece of cellulite. And I got up there and I walked and the amount of people that came up to me after and they were cheering me on and it felt so good in that moment. I should have yes. just I should have just taken that and been like, you know what, Kadine, you have all these people. But I was like, you know what, they probably just trying to be nice. <laughs> See? They probably, that's no. the enemy. That's the enemy no, that's coming in. That's typical human nature. Just being cynical of yourself. Yes. And also a form of imposter syndrome, right? I don't belong here. I'm not supposed to be here. So let me find a way to sabotage or find somebody to say something to make, to confirm what I already believe about myself. That's why I wanted you to do this so bad because I wanted you. I tell you all the time. I say, I'm not saying this because you're my wife or because you have four kids. You look great for four kids. It's not a compliment. Kay, you've worked hard. You just look great. I've been trying to tell you this. You just look great. I felt like you needed this to, to walk in your purpose. Not that your purpose is to be a bikini model, right, but right, it's not. Right. But your purpose is to have confidence in all the things you can do. And, and not for nothing, your physical appearance is not everything ever. Mm-hmm. But you have to work to get to a level of acceptance for your physical experience. And you put the work in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So since you put the work in, I feel like go go walk in it. Right. Don't 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 put the work in and be afraid. Mm-hmm. Well, and and let's let's be real. You walked against some women, just to name a few, with women, Kayla Nicole, Taya Cooper. These women are in their mid twenties, mm-hmm. right? Shout out to Coop and Kayla and also Bianca. These all these women are are in their mid twenties. Mm-hmm. You walked step for step with them, and I think that that was the apprehension I had. I'm like, oh my god, I'm walking Absolutely. alongside girls who who are just like. Younger and firmer and <laughs> But that's but but here's the you truth know? though. That's not that's not your competition. Your yeah. competition and it was never is, a competition. I don't know. No, think. but what I'm just, saying is mentality. Your yeah. competition is your best version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your best version of yourself. Like that's that's all you have to really focus on. And when you did, look at what you were able to do. Yeah. You looked great. Yeah. You looked no, great. No, I do. In retrospect, now that I look back at the footage, because so to to finish out um the story time, since I know it was kind of long-winded in the beginning. No, I was joking with you. It was it was a good you had to add context. I had to add context. You had to add right. context. I'm just busting your balls because that's <laughs> what to, I do. But. To wrap it in, so how we finally got me to the stage, right? So Deval has me in the bathtub <laughs> in hot water, and I'm just like looking at myself. Trying not to cry. Trying not you. to cry because Nelly just beat the heck out of my face. And then Nelly was like, is there anything you want me to do? And I was like, no, because I felt badly. Nelly was waiting yeah. for me like almost an hour because yeah. I ran late with here. So I said, Nelly, it's okay. Go ahead. I'm going to figure it out. Deval is literally like, do you need me to run to the Mac store and get you foundation? I was willing to do whatever at that point. <laughs> he said, "What? tell me the things that you need for when you cover up a bruise. So like the old makeup yeah. artist in me is like, okay, I'm going to need to color correct this. I'm like, part of it was black. Some was blue. Some of it was yeah, red. It was like bad. It was a whole it rainbow of colors. It was really bad. 
Um, and then I'm just like, I'm going to have to figure it out. So I'm in the tub. I get out of the tub. I get my phone now to tell my sister what's happening because she's coming to the show and mm -hmm. she's going to be my eyes from the stage, right? She's going to be telling me like what I need to know. Like literally once I got off the stage, I text my sister like, how bad did it look? My saving grace. You had two people not to cut you off. You had your sister. You also had Josh. Yes. Josh true. was like, nah, I seen that shit the whole time, <laughs> B. It's that shit look bad, son. I was like, Josh, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she like, really, Josh? And I'm like, it wasn't that bad, Josh. And he's like, nah, that shit was bad, bro. The lights was hitting it. It was looking crazy. I was like, what's happening to d -Lang? I was like, damn, Josh. Yeah. I can count on Josh for a very, very honest, <laughs> honest perspective. You remember his eyes? So, right. His eyes was mad big. I was like, thank you. So, as the good Lord would have it, because, again, the enemy tried to swoop in and take me out, <clears throat> I jump onto Instagram, because at this point, it's crazy. The place that did this massage and, like, completely bruised me yeah. was like, if you enjoyed your massage, we'd love if you give us a tag. And I'm like, I don't right, usually I'll tag, tag people, ass. but I had tagged them while I was getting the massage done. I didn't blast them after that, because I'm not, I'm not about that life. I'm like, we can nah, resolve this. someone's business. Yeah, is not, we can yeah. resolve this amicably after. In that moment, I was just focused on what could be done. Um, and I look in my DMs, and my good friend and former, I guess, manager, she hates when I say I, I used to work for her, but my former manager at MAC Cosmetics when I worked at Kings Plaza, she said, I'll see you later at the show. I'll be there with the client. So I was like, wait a mm -hmm. second, Kianda's going to be at the show. So she ended up doing makeup for the CEO of Essence, who was there also walking in the show with her daughter. Mm -hmm. I hit Kianda and I was like, girl, I sent her pictures of my legs. And she was like, what happened? I'm like, I'll explain it to you later. Just let me know if you have anything that can cover this up because I'm supposed to be wearing a swimsuit in the show tonight. She said, come and meet me downstairs. Got down to her. She got to work on these bruises and she covered them to the very best of her ability. And I mean, it was getting so bad that when I first initially saw the yeah. bruise at six o'clock, by the time I walked at, at like nine. nine, it had gotten progressively darker. So, so when she covered it initially, it looked perfect. And then it still, when I was on stage, of course, there's the lights, there's all those added yeah. theatrics. You can still kind of see a bit of it. While I'm faint. on stage. But I think it's one of those things where you had to really look for it. You know, some people thought mm. it was a shadow. Some people thought it was just the lighting. Like, they weren't sure what it was until after I you, said it was bruising. Wasn't nobody looking at the side of your leg? You had on a two-piece swimsuit. <laughs> and there were seven other women walking that had two-piece swimsuits. Right. Anybody looking at the side of your thigh wasn't really focused on what they need to be focused right. on. Right. It was only me. <laughs> it was. You, you was the only one really, like... Like, really focused on that. And Absolutely. I understand why. First, Absolutely. you can feel the pain. Then it's just, you know, the nerves of walking and fashion. Yeah. So I get it. I, I get feel it. like it even affected my walk. Because I'm just like, Kitty, you didn't even walk like you. Like, I need a do-over. I'm going to put this out there, <laughs> you still right now. She's, she's doing it again. Back. She's doing it again. You I'm walked fine. I'm coming back. No, but just this is just me being, like, critiquing myself. I'm like, I just, I know I, like, I, had, I still had a little bit of reservation in me. So, like... You know, my shoulders moving a little bit more. Could have moved a little bit more. And you always just... gonna you always gonna find something to critique. Uh, yeah, and it's Walk the form of pageant baby. girl in me too. Walk in it, just enjoy it's it. It's like you watching tape and football. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely, you gotta watch yeah. You can tape, always find ways to get better. Be better. Absolutely, always find ways. To now get better. I know how I'm gonna take my body to the next level as I approach forty. Because it's like I, 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 that was one goal that I had that yeah. was pretty immediate, right? Fashion yeah. week, and then now my next goal is turning forty. So. It just gave me that much more ammo to be like, you know, Kadeem, you can do this. You did it. You overcame. 
there was an obstacle. It taught me the bigger lesson, though. And I think that this is my message to women. Or maybe I'll save this for my moment of truth. I'll save that for my moment of truth. Yeah. My bigger lesson in this entire thing. First of all, did you have fun? I had an amazing time. We had such a good time. I feel like Lanny and the team at Actively Black really were purposeful about picking absolutely some amazing individuals. Like that space, there was like what 70, 75 of us in that 75 show. There were a lot of us in that show. And not but, all of the participants were models. He had actors, yeah. influencers, mm-hmm. uh, people who were just big on social advocacy. Yes. Um yes. dancers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a whole show. It, it was wasn't literally just a, a show. It wasn't, it wasn't your just typical a, fashion week. Yeah, fashion week, no. runway show. No. It was, it was a show about the, the whoever culture. Whoever did the creative yeah, direction, it was, it the, was amazing. The, 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 the video, was everything amazing. was just amazing. And we had a great time all in all. So would I do it again? Absolutely. Well, you could would you do it again? The, I know I, you said you're not a model, but. I'm, I'm, I'm not a model. Like to me, modeling is very similar to being a sports commentator. Right. Mm-hmm. You have your job. You have to walk a certain way. You have to be stoic. You have to. I like to give personality. Right. If it was up to me, I would have clowned and danced and did all this other stuff, which I think that show would have allotted for if I was willing to do that. But but also in those moments, I felt like I was there to be your in your assistance. It wasn't about me mm-hmm. in those moments. You know what I'm saying? Aww, and it was, it was about just being almost, you know, being a prop. You know, this is my wife's moment. You know, I'm not a model. Let, let me you know. Let me do that. So. If I had to walk by myself in the show, I don't know if I'd be willing to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, it's not its not fun for me. Mm-hmm. Not that it, I had a bad experience. Right. But the same way being a color commentator on television or in-studio analyst is not fun for me. Fun for like, you, I can yeah. talk about the NFL all day. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to sit up there in a suit and talk about it the way you want me to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So as far as modeling is concerned, nah, I just, yeah. I like clowning. Doing mm-hmm. live shows, acting. Right. That's that's my thing. That's my wheelhouse. I mean, I do it if they don't mind a little model with some junk in her trunk. You know what I'm oh, saying? Because historically, Fashion Week models be like really, really like thin. And I'm like, mm-mm. But I walk back. I don't think, black I think again. even if you get thin, you would never lose the junk in your trunk. Because when I'm I saying, met that you, that might be a problem for that. When I met you, though, that you might was be a problem. 115. Was soaking wet. About 45 pounds was the, the ass. <laughs> And the other <laughs> other 75 was your head. It was like you had a head and ass. That's all I seen. Whatever the <laughs> You call me a pot spoon, so you're going to take that. I'll take, take it because you sure as hell was a pot spoon for <laughs> sure. For sure. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break and we're going to come back and get into some listener letters. So stay tuned. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately... You can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs Classic Clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet 
Well, thank you. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Bow, we back. We're back. Kay's still bruised. I'm still bruised, y'all. Sidebar. We're yes. recording this now. Um, two weeks. This Friday uh, will be two weeks. So no, it's about Friday 10 will days. Be two weeks or three weeks? Two weeks since two the weeks? show. Okay, 10 days. Yeah. And I'm still bruised. That's so you know. Bruising takes time, though. Mad long. Like, yeah. oh, I can't even. And I did get my money back just because people were asking, like, at least you, at the very least, I did get my money back. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I need some money for paying stuff. You better than me because I don't walk in there with a neck brace on and a wheelchair (laughs) talking about something. Look what you did to me. Look what you did to me. It was awful. Pay me now. Yeah. Pay me now. But they did take responsibility. They didn't try to blame. They took accountability and they apologized and all that good stuff. So stand down. Be be clear too. Stand down. The lady giving you the massage had no clue because she was not doing with therapy the way I would have did it first of all. But also, it's not supposed to be done like that. You're not supposed to walk away with third degree bruising. Yeah, I'm not even sure that really they even have degrees for bruising. Yeah, but I know you're not supposed to walk away with third degree bruising. Like swollen, There's no way. Hard, like it's still kind of like have areas where it's like hard. I think they just offered it. Oh, just try wood therapy. Yeah, to rub the wood on the on a leg. Homegirl said she was working on with doing wood therapy for 15 years. Yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, I, ain't no way, ain't no way. I've been doing wood therapy that. way longer than that. All right, and I know how it's supposed to go. Sometimes there is some bruising and some limping, you know, sometimes. Long story short, 
This is the only wood therapy I need, and I will never be doing that shit again. Try to tell you, I try to life. tell you that. Ever. Try to tell you that. <laughs> All then right, she y'all. Ask me if I want to get wood therapy. My bad. <laughs> she asked me, like, first of all, do I look like the type of person that would be like, yeah, let me go get some wood therapy? Well, Deval, no. you were gonna get a lymphatic drain massage after me too. I, I don't know if they were gonna incorporate with wood nobody for else you would too, but... around me on my V on my back fat. All right, it's just not happening. All right. <laughs> Now that we've made that clear. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I just can't. I got to pause that. Can I read the letter? Got to, got, you want to read the letter first? I'll read the letter. All right, you read the letter, right, read the letter first. first. Go ahead. Right. Since you're real talkative. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. My fiance and I don't know many married couples, so we sip wine and talk about the level of success you achieve and how one day we will sip wine with you both, telling you how successful we have become because of how you both poured into us. We're also manifesting. Always manifesting. Oh, we appreciate dope. that. Super we dope. Hope we hope you all do that, man. Manifestation is very powerful. That's what Kareen and I do. Mm-hmm. So I will speak to you as if you're both here in real time. I have so much to say, but no time. New York's uh, New York Times bestseller, We Over Me, was eye-opening and informative. I am about to read it one more time. The runway walk as a couple at New York Fashion Week was a breath of fresh air. I wish we were there in real time. Thank you so much for supporting us the way you do. Oh, and just so you know, I'm watching everything on Patreon. And Deval, welcome to the Beehive. (laughs) Me and my Caramel Coffee made the decision together for me to take a different direction in the job market. I am now a female truck driver and he is a stay-at-home dad. My struggle is how I underestimated how much I was going to miss him and my kids. My first time away from them, I missed my youngest 13th birthday. I never missed one before. I cried most of the time I was gone. 40 days exactly. Wow. Wow, Way longer than I was supposed to be. No fault of my own. That's another conversation for another day. Now, with training done, I'm set to work four weeks and have four days at home. Deval, how do you handle your emotions of missing your wife and kids? And do you consider yourself sacrificing time because you're doing something you love so you can provide for the people you love? Kadeem, how do you handle your emotions on missing him for long periods of time? Because I'm a truck driver now. I pray we don't miss out on tour dates for dead ass because, baby, in my Kadeem voice, we will be livid. <laughs> Love you to pieces. Go ahead, baby. Oh, can that's a super first. sweet letter. Um, wow. So being away from your family, 40 days initially, that's a long time. Um, but I can empathize because whenever Deval is away on set or filming or just not home for whatever reason, um, the way we cope with it. Um, other than lots of FaceTiming, is really just finding pockets of when we can get to him. So if he's in a stationary location yeah. where we know, for example, he's in Canada filming for six weeks, the kids have spring break. Which is 45 fortunately, days. Yeah, fortunately it fell um, during the kids' spring break. So we were able to alter swing, spring break plans to be able yeah. to go see him. And any opportunity that I have to take a little piece of home to him yeah. is good for all of us. Good for him, good yeah. for me, and good for the children. Um, we just don't do well with time apart and that's Deval, that's me, (laughs) that's the kids. So I think I say that to say, um, I always try to make sure that I don't make his time away, um, or make him feel during his time away that it's about me. And I try to control my emotions. So even though I do miss him or I would want him there for certain things, or I may be overwhelmed in moments with the kids, I try to kind of shield him from that because that's not going to help him feel any better about being away a and b i know that he's literally living out his dreams like doing a film for netflix being the lead male in the film like that's something that he's wanted 
as long as I've known him. Yeah. So my best way to support him through that is to not make him feel badly for being away, but just finding ways to make sure that he can cope with being away too, because it's both an issue for both of us. Yeah, and for me, um, first of all, Kay is, is amazing when I'm going. Um, last time she traveled to Canada with, and I, I, I filmed the Canada two years in a row. The first time she traveled with the two younger ones and the three Dakota, ones, the three yeah. younger ones. Three youngest. Um, yeah, we went through Toronto to Ottawa. Yeah. So you had a transfer. Uh, flew, yeah, for connected. So I flew from Atlanta to Toronto. Atlanta to Toronto, yeah. To Ottawa and then drove. And then and then drove and then um had to leave one week to go do Essence Fest and then came back. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, what what we're saying is we lean on our village. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm traveling, uh, of course, there's a lot of times when Kay can't bring the boys, but if her mom and dad can watch the boys, she'll run for a quick weekend, come see me. We'll spend some time. She'll jump on a flight, jump back. Um, and this is not something we did we didn't do when we were in college. You know, mm-hmm. when um when I was in the NFL, we weren't making a lot of money because I was a free agent tryout. I hadn't made the team yet. During the spring, when I was still working to make the team, Kadeem would drive to Michigan. Yeah. She would drive eight hours to Michigan. I didn't have plane money at the time. Yeah, we, we didn't have <laughs> so. plane money. So ultimately what we're saying is, is that I know right now when we try to give advice to people, it's like, well, it's easy for y'all to do that now. Right. Because you have the resources. But when we didn't have the resources, we mm-hmm. always found a way. We spoke on the phone every single day. This was before FaceTime. Bro. So DeVal had me taking pictures. <laughs> this is before phones had cameras. cameras. Yeah. I was in RA or RD training at Hofstra. Yeah. And DeVal would be at camp practice. I was in at practice, practice. And he would be hounding me to get pictures to him. The minute practice was done, I would, before I would get in the shower, I would take my pads off. I would text her like, yo. About to go in meetings with my pitches. Where's my pitches? And I'm trying to juggle my <laughs> schedule because I have all these different sessions I'm trying to attend. So literally on my lunch break, I would sometimes forfeit eating at the lunch um, station no, you to ain't go eat. back. I know you ain't eat now. That's why I was mad skinny, bro. Now that's why I was mad skinny. My bad, baby. But sometimes I, I would leave eat. lunch and then come back to the room because I would have to use my digital camera. To set it up with the timer, to take pictures, put on cute little outfits for him, then upload them to my laptop, to then send it to him in an email, just so he, he can have pictures of me because there pictures was no was FaceTime. And, and pictures was great. Guys, like, we you pretty much Long we say that to short, say, we pull did out all whatever the stops. we could do, man. Whatever yes. your partner needs when you're away, pull whatever you desire the when they're away. Find a way if y'all love each other. That's a fact. Money, no money. Kids, no kids. Find a way. People find time for the things that's important. Do it for each other. And you do you feel like you're sacrificing time because you're doing something you love? Absolutely. You, I miss my feel? kids and I miss you when I'm gone. But I also think about sacrificing now, doing the things I don't want to do now so I can live the way I want to live for the rest of my life. Yeah. Right? And I always put myself on the time frame. So it's like, yo, if I'm going to spend six weeks in Canada, mm-hmm. right, for the for the next rest of this month, I'm focusing only on my kids. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to take time. Like, if I'm going to take time and make this money and do this now, the next six weeks I have is only going towards them. I made promises to them. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. So, exactly yes, yeah, a sacrifice. It hurts. But what you going to do? I could be home with them all day and we wouldn't be able to do anything. It, true. And no one would like that either. True. So. That's the bigger picture there. there. So I hope it helps us. And good luck to y'all. And hopefully we'll see you on tour. Yes, ma'am. Coming up this February. All right, now. 
On to our second listed letter of the day. Hi, Deval and Kadeen. I've been a fan of yours for years. I read your book and loved it. Thank you. I appreciate how much both of you are willing to share and be vulnerable with the rest of us. Thank you for all that you do. I found out I'm pregnant last week. I'm only five weeks. My partner and I are overjoyed at the news. This will be our first child as neither of us has children. This is my second time being pregnant this year. I got pregnant in spring, but it resulted in a miscarriage. I'm trying really hard not to think about the negatives, but I'm struggling to completely overcome anxiety that I did not feel before. My doctor has told me that I'm healthy and everything is fine. I'm just scared of the unknowns that I cannot control. How did you overcome any thoughts of fear? Thoughts of fear you may have around miscarriage when you got pregnant again. Talking to my partner about my feelings has helped a lot so far, especially how he loves me. Additionally, what do, do what did you do to start preparing when you first found out you were pregnant? The planner in me wants to start researching and planning, but I have been a little scared to do so because the first trimester is nowhere over. I appreciate any guidance you can give me. Wishing you the best. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Five weeks in. Um, Yeah, it's one of those things where I've heard, I think it's like uh, three in every four pregnancies end up in... Is it one in every four pregnancies end up in miscarriage? One in every four. One in every, one four, in every four, yeah, which was crazy because when I miscarried, Deval gave me that statistic. Of course, I was like emotional and then the the, the moment or the time when I had the, the mm-hmm. miscarriage wasn't like the best time frame just because right. Deval wasn't home and, you know, I had the kids alone. We were in California. I wasn't close to a lot of family. I only had my mom. Um, but when you told me that... It almost kind of put it in perspective for me that, okay, I was blessed with three healthy pregnancies. And then this one was a fourth um, that didn't make it. But I think after getting over, of course, the initial Mm -hmm. devastation of it, I was also in a place of this just wasn't God's time for this baby. And there may have been something that God was trying to protect us or this potential Mm -hmm. child from. Um, you know, maybe there was some abnormality that we wouldn't have known about that, Mm -hmm. you know, this is just, this just wasn't the right time for this baby. And I think that was how I was able to kind of reconcile the whole thing. Um, I know that this is your first, um, well, your second pregnancy, but your first together. So the unknowns of pregnancy, I think for anybody doesn't go away after you have your first child or your second child. It's something that comes with every single child. Yeah. Because as a woman who's growing a child in your body, you feel like you are literally the sole person responsible for making sure that this child grows and develops perfectly and mm-hmm. then comes earthside and you are the sole person in control of this. So I understand that feeling of anxiety. Yeah. But the anxiety doesn't help with the pregnancy. Any added stress, any added feelings of negativity, none of that helps. Just your mindset and your body when it comes to growing a baby in the most healthy manner. So I would say to you, speaking through your emotions is definitely something that's comforting because I know when I was pregnant every single time, Deval was talking me off of all sorts of ledges. And this was from baby number one through baby number four. Yeah, I mean, you can speak to being a supportive spouse, but Deval was definitely there for me and made me feel a lot better when it came to easing those fears of things that were unknown. Um, It it may not ease your... Your spirit at all, but knowing that one in every four pregnancies ends in a miscarriage was easy for me to reconcile. Like we had three normal full-term pregnancies and then the fourth she made she miscarried. So to me it was like, okay, we're right on par with what happens, right? That doesn't mean that every person is gonna have a miscarriage, but I also had a client that I used to train. She had six children. 
two miscarriages. Mm-hmm. So, okay, three ki- uh, six kids, two miscarriages. It almost seems like that's the, the going rate, which you really don't want to say because it sounds morbid. Mm-hmm. But I also researched and found out that most miscarriages that happen happen because there is an imbalance or something isn't right with the pregnancy. Right. So typically the body will dispel or push out something that isn't going to be perfect. That's how the body works. Mm -hmm. So what I learned to do is not question how the body works or how God works in those situations. God is there to protect you from the things you cannot handle. So what I tell myself is, hey, if if this is what we were dealt in this time, Mm -hmm. it's my responsibility as your spouse, your partner, to help you rationalize with what you can't rationalize because you don't want to hear numbers when you're pregnant. Absolutely not. You don't want to hear numbers when you're emotional. So I'm like, fine. I'm going to allow my partner to feel whatever it is she feels, not discredit how she feels, but try to continuously walk her through what the reality is while not discrediting how she feels. So the worst thing you can do is be like, you shouldn't feel this way. No, no, no. You should feel that way. Right. And young lady, you should feel nervous and anxious because Mm -hmm. it's your body. Mm -hmm. It's your child. You don't know what's happening. So all of these things you're feeling is natural and normal. Mm -hmm. It's his job to walk you through that. Because he has nothing to do right now. That's that's, And I know men get upset when I say that. But when it comes to pregnancy, we literally have nothing to do. <laughs> With other that than, portion it, of it. Yeah, like we can't carry, we can't yeah. take the baby from you. So, yo, let me make sure all the around, right. the environment around my spouse at that it's time comfortable, is, is possible. comfortable. So. One thing I do love for you is that um, very rarely do we get someone writing in with a... I guess a story where, you know, I'm pregnant. We're both excited. We're both yeah. happy. We can't wait for this baby. Like, and I'm happy yeah. for that for you guys. Um, so good luck to you in yeah. this. And just really, you know, listen to your doctor. Listen to your gut. Yes. You know, a lot of times you'll just know that maternal instinct, I promise you, kicks in super, super early. Yeah. And that's in part why miscarriages are so hard for women, um, depend, depend, regardless of when it happens. Um, because that maternal instinct kicks in super early and your natural um, desire and and the only thing you want is to yeah. protect and make sure that this baby is going to be okay. So just try to keep your space, your mental space, in a space of positivity and follow your doctor's orders and take your your, your uh, prenatal vitamins and you know work out if you can and just try to be the, your healthiest version of yourself during this whole entire pregnancy. So good luck. Right back in and let us know. You know how it goes with the baby. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? What's the deal? What's the deal? We want to know. <laughs> and we want to know more from you guys because we always do. If you want to be featured as a listener letter, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. All right, moment of truth time. We're talking the Ellis's take fashion week, baby, for the first time. Deval said that was his last time. I'm <laughs> no, saying I might do it again. I ain't we'll saying it was see. my last time. I would do it again, especially <laughs> for actively black. Yeah. I would do it again for actively black. Definitely. For sure. And if somebody come in with the actively bag. <laughs> All right, if y'all come in with the actively bag, won't turn down the actively bag, baby, because we got mad kids. Hey, 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 hey. I'll be doing all the model poses. Come with the actively bag. Why your cheeks look like that? That's how the models be walking. They be like, the fact that you still look cute like that, I love that for me. Look at you, All right, do you have a moment of truth for them? Yes, I do have a moment of truth. The moment of truth is people mm-hmm. believe in yourself. Stop finding reasons to doubt yourself and trying to sabotage so that you can say you didn't do it for whatever reason. Okay? Mm-hmm. We all have a purpose. We all have a vision. 
At some point in your life, if you want to live a full life, you have to believe the vision you see, trust the purpose that you feel, and just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. You may not think you're perfect. You may not think that you look the best or sound the best or may be the best, but you are not the only judge. Just do it because you want to do it. Have a good time. Trust in God. Trust in yourself. And be great. I love that. Good job, baby. Um, I think my moment of truth is just the lesson that this whole experience taught me. Um, It just taught me to be grateful for my progress that I'm making. Mm -hmm. It told me to be grateful to, to... to believe in the fact that I can do the things that I seek out to do, even after having four children. And I know I always hate to say, or people don't like to say, oh, you look good after four kids. You just look good. And I get it. Um, But I think the perspective for me is just also knowing what my body has been through after having four children and approaching 40. Um, I need to be grateful for the progress that I've made instead of harping on small imperfections. And that's my message to women out there that I said I was going to hold on to for now. I know that we all have those little things that we're like, oh, if I can just fix Mm. that, if I could just tweak that, if I can just get rid of that. Crazy. And it's going to be something that no one else will probably see, but you want to feel better about it because that's the one thing that's an imperfection for you. Bonkers. And I could have completely missed out on this major this major opportunity that I had if I was decided to, if I decided to say you know what I'm not going to do it anymore Insane. I'm just not going to do it <laughs> I could have missed out on an opportunity and it's a this was a small price to pay for me um for this aim that I have for this image of perfection in my mind and I just need to trust in the process I need to continue in the process and this journey that I've been on to being my best self um as I approach 40 and on so you know, ladies, let's 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 give ourselves a little bit more grace and be a little Body bit kinder. Body dysmorphia is real. Be a little kinder, you know. Trust what you see. Yeah. In yourself, yeah. not what you see on the gram. And if you don't like it, do something about it. Like Ooh, that's I, a good one. If you don't if like you don't it, do like something, something about it. I like do something about it because I'd be out here trying to do something about it. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Be sure to follow us on Patreon. Patreon gang got some exclusive stuff, baby. Yeah. Exclusive stuff. It's giving. Access to tour tickets, exclusive dead-ass content videos, long-form family content that you guys have been asking for all day K episodes, baby. Yes. So much. And you can find us on social media, too. Dead-ass the podcast. You can find me at Kadeen I Am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and also pick up your hard copy version of We Over Me, the counterintuitive approach to getting everything you want out of your relationship. New York Times bestseller, baby. Deadass. Love it. Love y'all. Thank you. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. 
O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.